It's the Panthers pre-game podcast on Panthers Radio in association with Zynomics. We've got a big weekend to look ahead to, and we've got really exciting past few days to look back on as well. So many talking points on the podcast. As ever, I'm joined by former Panthers netminder Dan Green and John O'Bullard. Evening, gents. Evening. Evening. Always wearing on nights like this for the mood that Greener might be in when Spurs are playing. It's it's even, Stephen. You're just average right now, yeah? Yeah, they're just kind of... I think they're going to make a couple of changes soon. They're just... Yeah, they're not certainly not dominating. It's, it's fairly even, so... So the mood is okay. We've got... An yeah, the, the, mood's, the mood's okay. Matt Manu are losing, so that's a good sign as well. Grumpy Greener. And uh, that the we, we talked about doing this podcast after the... The Challenge Cup had finished, but as we speak, it is pretty good. Much game over. I think that's seven three. Um, but Belfast Giants are on their way to winning the first uh, trophy of the season. Uh, it eight is three, like eight three now. There, eight three. So eight, yeah, three. five gave it a, a good shot. It looks like for much as they could, they did fall behind early on quite quickly, but did try and get back into it. But congratulations, Belfast. Unless there's a big turnaround, that one is going to the Giants. Right, guys, let's start with uh, the, the weekend. The weekend just gone. And there really is, you know what? There's many talking points uh, to talk about, but there is one major one. John O'Bullard, you got to commentate on it. David Levin's goal. Uh, you've commentated on a few outstanding goals in your time as a commentator, but that's up with the best of them. Yeah, it, I, I was having to think, actually, what is what is the best goal I've commentated on? And I think it's between that and the one by Denis Saskin of Estonia. You'd say the that. defenseman in the Olympic qualifiers where he went coast to coast from behind his own red line, beat four players and put it in the net. So uh, it's between them two. They're two very different goals. But yeah, that, that one by David Levin on Saturday was a special, special finish, especially considering where the Panthers were. It was 2-1. It was a pressure situation in the third period. And to pull out a move like that and a finish like that in that situation and um, just just incredible and uh, it just shows what a skilled player David Levin is and the other thing I think is is when when I interviewed him afterwards to talk about the goal and he didn't want to big himself up he wanted to pay all the credit to his teammates he, he, he gave credit to Jakob Izatsky for the for the pass to him and you know how important it was to the team and I thought that was really humble of him he just scored a brilliant goal but you know didn't want to take the spotlight away from the team he, he wanted to you know really show that it was a team effort and uh, and a great win. Greener, the game had a bit of everything, didn't it, really? I mean, you, you look back on it, the fight, Gag's doing great, the building was energised, super goal by Jordan Kelsall, the local lag, the local lad, which was fantastic. But, you know, the, the, if if you if you look at, like, a dream scenario for to get the crowd energised, it, it was that fight, wasn't it, in the opening stages? The, I think it energised the team and the bench and both teams, to be honest, but energised the building. Yeah, absolutely. I think over the years when fighting was a bit more, you know, popular, say, in, in the league and in hockey, it was it would happen a lot more. And I always felt that 
if there was one early on, especially with our crowd, um, it would really galvanise us and, and kind of set us off on the right foot. But it's not as easy as that now. You know, you don't want to get instigator penalties. Um, you know, someone like Gags, there's only probably three guys in the whole league that would, would even dare fight him. So, you know, people probably wonder why it doesn't happen more, but it's not really that easy a lot of the time. But yeah, perfect situation, big crowd. That happens. And then, you know, two or three minutes later, Jordan Kelsall, obviously fans' favourite, scores a great goal. And I think on nights like that, it's almost like destiny. It's, you know, you have the fight, you score the goal, you're well on your way, the crowd is up. And yeah, just a great overall performance. But like you said, it's just, just started off in completely the right vein. And then obviously the, the other goal was Nico Lartanen, wasn't it, Jono? And it was another nice goal, well worked by the team. Um, you know, he's. I think he's made a good start to life as a Panther as Nico. He has indeed. Yeah, he, he he was a really good finish as well. Lovely pass from Mike Caruso to set him up. Um, and he just absolutely buried it into the top of the net. A really, really, really good finish. A uh, lot of speed that he brings. He brings a new dimension to the forward lines, a, a, di a different player to our other new signing, Jacob Izatsky. But yeah, I, I think he's been a very, very good addition and hopefully he'll bang a few more away. And then 24 hours later, Greener, or less than 24 hours later against Dundee, it, it, it's not going to go down as one of the best performances of the season, but, but I think crucially they were 2-1 down. There might have been a stage earlier in the season where Panthers would have would have lost that one, but they may have taken inspiration from the night before and in the end scored those three un unanswered goals. Bit of controversy on the way. Was it over the line? Was it not? Why was it blown down and all that love in the map? You know, in the end, that was put to one side. And I think the crucial thing was the Panthers just to find a way to get those two points, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that's exactly it. You know, at this time of the year, it sounds bad, but I don't think Corey really cares how we do it. You know, obviously you, you want it to be like Saturday where you're playing well and you're kind of leading the whole way and it's, you know, a bit more straightforward maybe. But at this point, you know, you just want to get wins in the bag, points on the board. And yeah, a, a very stubborn Dundee team came in behind, you know, Svensson playing very well. And to be fair, I think me and Jono said it, like they, they really deserved that lead. At the end of the second, you know, Panthers probably had more chances and were maybe on top of it. But, you know, after that second period, I think we were kind of like, yeah, you know, Dundee are winning and they probably deserve to be. But, you know, it was a bit more like the old Panthers, you know, didn't play great, but they just came out in that third and found a way. Again, it wasn't pretty maybe, but they just kind of turned it up a gear and, and, and just did enough to get the win. So, Again, you know, for sort of the year we've had, you know, we'll we'll take that night in and night out. And uh, there haven't been too many four-point weekends, but that was definitely a good one. Greeny touched on that on the there, Jono, but but Jacob Akzaki, what what are your thoughts to him on? You know, he got his, he got an assist on Saturday night, didn't he? And then he got a, a goal on Sunday. What were your thoughts for, for, for him at the weekend? Yeah, and a really good addition. I think he, he's the sort of player that the team has probably been missing the past few months. He seems to have everything. He's got a lot of grit. He, he doesn't take any nonsense. He's, he's skillful. He can pass. He can score. I think a really good addition to the team on the showing of, of this past weekend. Sorry, I was just having a drink then. Uh, there's another goal in, in Belfast. Is that nine? Oh, let me look. The, the 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 Giants tweet just says the goal scorer. It doesn't. Oh, the yeah, no, it's, it's yeah, nine, nine, it's, nine three. It's nine three. No, it's, that's a shame in a in a cup final. Um, but I mean, now we're kind of going on to that that topic. 
you know, congrats to, to the Belfast Giants. They're now, what, three minutes and 10 seconds away from, from confirming that. But they right now, Greener, they are the best team in the league. That's just that's just fact. Yeah, I, I think they're... I, I don't want to say by far and away, because that maybe sounds a little bit disrespectful. I think but they are, though. Yeah, I, I, I think they... They were kind of up and down, up and down. You know, they'd have good spells. They'd maybe drop a couple. But I think since the turn of the year, you know, I'm sure John will, will, will tell us the um, the points percentage they've won, which is like high 90s. But I mean, yeah, they just, they're so deep. They're so talented going forward. They're so well drilled. And, you know, Sheffield are good. Guildford, Cardiff, they're all good teams but I think Belfast are just a step up for, from anyone. A little bit like last year, they just they just have a bit more than everybody else, and they do it night in, night out. They're obviously moments away from winning, you know, at least one piece of silverware this year. They had two last year, and um, yeah, they are they're exceptional. Yeah, it's it, it feels like it's it's being a dominating period for for Belfast Giants right now. A bit like Panthers went you know went through you know from the early two thousand and tens really to, to you know for four or five years there John let's let's move on to, to Sheffield um I think what one win for the Panthers this season in the Challenge Cup when when Adam Brady scored uh at home the others yeah. have gone the Steelers way could you know don't want to jump ahead of ourselves you know could this be the the, the weekend for that to change Sheffield are a, a wounded animal that they're, they're struggling right now but as Greener said instead a very very good team you know they are a, a good team from front to back but it's not going for them um you know how do you look at this if, if Panthers play like they did you know this past weekend could 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 it go Panthers way at the weekend uh, if they play like they did on Saturday night, I think they've got a very good chance of, of getting something from the game. But, let, but let's be honest, we're going in on two wins. They're coming in on three losses. Form cup but goes right out of the window in these games. <laughs> you know, they, they they are geared, as we know, from the way that they are set up, with, with the way they post on social media. They are set up to beat Nottingham at all costs. That is their, you know, unique you it's their usp isn't it they have to beat nottingham so they'll be coming into this building fired up especially as they've you know gone three games without a win they're they two losses to coventry at the weekend a loss to manchester uh last wednesday they need to get back on the winning trail again because you know they've still got an outside chance of the title it's probably you know, getting further and further away, but they still have that outside chance. For the Panthers, they're going to go into the weekend with a lot of confidence after two really good wins at home, and it's another home tie. It's going to be a full building, but you you, you have to look at that record that we've got against the Steelers this season, and does it give a little bit of cause for concern? I mean, if you, if you count three season games, it's one win in ten. So you know that there's got to be a, a bit of improvement in the in the way we approach the game against the Steelers. But you know, after last weekend, there's no reason to think why we can't go into that game and get a result. Mm. I mean, Panthers could have a say in the title race this weekend with with Sheffield on Saturday, and then a, a trip to Guildford and, and Sunday and playing your old mate Laco Greener. What's you know a, a Guildford still He's in not this... old? Uh, yeah, you. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's still young, like I mean, he still looks about 12. Um, are you still in, you know, Guildford still in this? You know, what two questions in one? Let's go for the first one. You know, what 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 can Panthers do? You know, not been great on the road this season, Panthers, but you know, how what what's the secret to going to win it in Guildford, especially with that team they've got right now? Yeah, it's, it's going to be hard. I think Guildford, obviously, a very good team. You know, they're they're very fast. They're very skillful. They always seem to cause us a lot of problems. Obviously, in that rink, they're very good. Um, I always find when we play, say, a Sheffield game Saturday, it's it's very. However, the game goes Saturday, it's very draining. They're very, you know, big crowd. Oh, I just we just got a big crowd bit, and we we lost him. He actually yeah, he's, looks, he's, he froze. He's frozen, <laughs> and he looks like a guy. It's a good job that this is all this is audio and not video, because that would have been great. <laughs> that is that, a that great become, freeze. That that become a meme. That's a meme. If ever there audio, was one, you can kind of. I think oh, it's just, things, I think just about to snip it uh, and to to free you. You froze then, Greener, with the greatest look on your face. Now it's just about to take a screenshot, but you're back. Could could, could you still hear me? Uh, we can now, but uh, oh, but but we um, I forget what you were saying now. What we so, yeah, basically Guildford, very tough place to go. You know they they've yeah. caused us a lot of problems this year, um, but they're very much in the title race. I think they're four points back with a couple of games in hand. So I mean, you know, again for me, Belfast are big favourites, but you know if they win both those games in hand they're level with them so yeah it's going to be a tough game uh very very good team very fast very skilled um so it's going to be a tough weekend no doubt there you go it's it's finished now congratulations belfast giants belfast nine the the five flyers three uh, is the final score uh, just before we finish a, a couple of things at the bottom of the the table jono you know manchester mm -hmm who, you know, maybe at one point earlier in the season, we talked about them not doing so well at home and, and, and you know, how they were not quite that gritty team at home. People may have thought that perhaps would, would they be one to miss out, but, you know, I think they've won five in a row. I think their form in the new year thinks it's been, thinks it's been, has been really good. They're now two points clear of the Panthers, 11 clear of the playoffs. Manchester are clearly going to qualify for the playoffs, aren't they? Yeah, good side. They're they've got some good players certainly uh, on offense, <clears throat> and the thing is they've done it with uh, Jesper Orval out their top scorer as well. He's been missing since the beginning of January, and uh, they've obviously brought in a couple of players: uh, Tyler Barrow and uh, Jonathan Debian. But you know they they've lost Orval. Ryan Barrow, who's their other top scorer, is out for the rest of the season. So they've really had a hard time with injuries, but they've done really, really well. And that home form has really picked up for them. And like I say, they got a really good result against the Steelers last Wednesday. And yeah, I, th I think that they, they should be pretty much nailed on for the play playoffs now. And I think it's mm. the first time they qualified in a couple of years. Just mm. before we finish, a bit of news I picked up on on today uh, on today in the past couple of days. Uh, former Panthers netminder Niklas Somberg, congratulations to him. Been nominated as one of the top fifty most influential people within tech in Sweden. Niklas Somberg, Panthers netminder in two thousand and three four, led Panthers to a, a Challenge Cup victory over the Sheffield Steelers, the old Kim Al Roos year. 
uh, obviously, and led Panthers to second that year behind Sheffield into mm. a, a playoff final as well, losing 2-1 to, to Sheffield as well. Uh, Jono clearly remembers Nicholas Sundberg. Greener, do you remember him? I certainly remember the name. Yeah. And now that you say about, obviously, I remember the game when they beat Sheffield in overtime in the Cup. I won't lie, that's all I really remember of him. How old were you in 2004? Uh, I was still, well, Bracknell had dropped down to the, the reason I don't really know him is because that was when Bracknell dropped out to the B&L and Nottingham were in the Elite League. Yeah. So they were in two different leagues. So yeah, it wasn't, I wasn't kind of following, that was, that was the first year of the Elite League. So I wasn't really following it as much then because obviously the Bs weren't in it. So um, I do remember the name, but yeah, I'm mm. sure John O remembers a lot more than I do. I'm sure he watched him week in and week out. Underrated, only yeah. really actually when you talk of Panthers' past. I mean, you know, he led Panthers to a cup win, a second place in the league, and and, and a playoff final. Yeah, you, you know, he was a he's a decent net minder. Was he backed up by Jeff Wallace? Was, was he good, good old house? Yeah, first season. Yeah, so I, I do I do remember, and I remember him having. In the cup final, in, especially in the first leg in Nottingham, that finished 1 1. And I, I seem to remember him having an absolutely outstanding game in, in that game. Uh, and then he uh, he kept it very tidy in the away leg. Oh my God. Sheffield. What, what have we missed? What's <laughs> happened? Sheffield United just scored. What a goal Ooh. as well. Yeah, he was great in the cup final. You're right, Jono. He had a great because he only let one in in the in the first leg, one one. David Clark scored one one in the first leg and three two in the second three, two, leg, three, wasn't two. it? So three three yeah. goals in two massive games as well. Yeah, that's a, a really a, a very very good. And he was only young as well. I think he was only. In his early twenties. Well, well, you're right because this shocks me now. He played NCA double. NCAA Division Three. He then played a season in the East Coast, bounced between two teams, and got one goal, uh, one game in the AHL. He joined the Panthers because of you know on the back of that, and, and then retired from the game, and obviously took up you know something away from the sport. He's, he's actually doing really quite successful. Keep keeping contact with him from from time to time, and he's doing great. Off the ice, but that's that's not a bad way to to, to end your career, is it? As a as a challenge, yeah, he's, o- he's only fo- he's only forty three now. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and we're talking what eighteen years ago, nineteen yeah. years ago. So he was only like twenty four. He was, when, he was young. Uh, but I yeah. would have not have put in my head there that he'd only come to. He basically it was he had two years as a pro, and then decided hockey wasn't for him. And in one of those years, uh, he won he won a cup. Uh, so fair play to him, Sonny. Congratulations to uh, to Nicholas Sundberg. Just before we we finished, Jono, it, it was great, wasn't it? You know the 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 building was you know the the building was rocking at the weekend, especially on on mm-hmm. Saturday. The atmosphere was there. It, it was a great feel. People went away buzzing, and and you know if you wanted to kind of capture what Saturday night in hockey in Nottingham was all about, that was it. That was it. Yeah. Uh, I think it was uh, the the tone was set. I think you've got to pay a lot of credit to Matthew Gagnon here for for that fight with Mark Lewis. Really great tilt that was between the two of them. A really really good good fight, a good tussle, uh, and that just electrified the building mm. from the very very start. 
Then, sort of four minutes later, Jordan Kelso scores a brilliant goal by going around Ben Bounds. And from that point, the crowd was buzzing that entire, the entire time then. And then they were retreated to two more fabulous goals from Nico Larton and then that one from David Levin that will be talked about and talked about, I'm sure. So, yeah, that, that, was a, that was a proper Saturday night hockey night in Nottingham on Saturday. And I think we saw it with ver- various tweets and things that people were putting on social media afterwards. It, it, was, it was really enjoyed as well. And really, really I don't know, it just, it, just, it just felt different on Saturday night. There was just a different feeling about the building. There was a confidence about the team. The crowd were really up for it. And that's what it should be like. All, all the time. I, it was just great to feel like that. I was, I felt ten foot tall when I came out of the building on uh, on Saturday night, and yeah. long, long that continued. No, I'm, I'm not feeling twelve foot tall this Saturday. <laughs> I'm not surprised. We only tweeted that goal seventy eight times, I think. Uh, anyway, thanks a lot <laughs> for joining us, everyone. We'll be with you for the post game podcast after Sheffield. Hopefully, Greener will be happy, but they've only got eight minutes to turn it around, so uh, yeah. we'll no doubt find out. I want to notice that uh, also in the Premier League, Liverpool are beating Wolves, which is good news for us Forest fans. Uh, that's it for now on the pre-game podcast. We'll speak to you soon. <laughs>